and welcome to the Vincent Capital Five Minute Morning Miner on Wednesday, the 16th of August. And of course, the Lionesses will be kicking off in about two hours' time. Good luck to them. Let's beat the Matildas and get into the final against Spain. Back to mining. Let's start off with a, another miracle. Uh, oh, that's not a miracle, but uh, Premier African Minerals yesterday afternoon. George Roach has done it again. He's managed to settle with the Chinese. He's got everything sort of sorted out. Uh, well done, George. Uh, I never doubted you. Uh, but Paul, what's your take? Yeah, we actually get the uh, terms of ag agreement or altered arrangements here in uh, being uh, uh, keeping the uh, off taker, the Chinese off taker, on side on the Zulu Lithium project uh, for um, uh, supporting the uh, time, extra time it's uh, taking in order to get the plant uh, sorted out there. Um, it involved a revised product supply uh, schedule, as we uh, tipped uh, that it would probably uh, do, and it's a prepayment of 34.6 million plus accrued uh, interest in respect to that, and it's a hybrid pricing agreement uh, with payment for uh, the uh, spodumene concentrate six uh, supplied by Premier uh, based on that price and profit share. But uh, what it comes down to is it amends the terms of, of how quickly that uh, of funds get settled as far as deliver and uh, what the delivery obligations are for uh, Prem going forward on this. Uh, at, and as of November the 1st until May 30th of 2024, for instance, Canmax will, will receive 25% of all the gross proceeds due to premiere from the sale of the product. So uh, ju that's just one part of, uh, uh, of it. Uh, it also requires a minimum delivery of 1,000 tons a month on a rolling average basis, plus or minus 10% on concentrates. So details are in the press release. I'll let you get, get read through that. But it is an arrangement which is um, uh, sealed, apparently. So now to get on with getting the plant to work properly. Yeah, talking of going through the details of uh, um, a deal, uh, I have been going through the Cornish Lithium uh, deal a little bit. Uh, it's not for this podcast, podcast. Uh, but if anybody wants to get my take on it, having gone through all the fine detail, uh, then do contact me directly. Uh, now, one that um, I think you've been looking at, Paul, uh, and I have quite strong views, but I think we may have slightly different views, is Thor Exploration, because they found some lithium in Nigeria. Um, I've been looking at quite a few Nigerian assets with very high-grade lithium. Actually, I think the, the Thor drill results don't look that exciting to me. You may find them exciting, but compared to what I've been seeing, it's not exciting. But let's have your take. Well, it's just the first set of results back from a, a, a known lithium occurrence in Nigeria, known as which they call the West Oyo Project, but it hadn't been drilled before. And these uh, drilling results are just the first set of an ongoing drilling project. Um, Results like 11 meters at 2.6% Li2O from 15 meters depth, 9 meters at 2.42 lithium from 35 meters depth, 11 meters at 1.5% lithium from 14 meters depth. So proves that it is shallow mineralization. It does extend under the outcrop. It does appear to be shallowly dipping uh, from this uh, surface occurrence as well. And it is mostly spodumene, which is good, but there is minor lapidolite also in this particular project area. So a lot to, uh, but it is very encouraging to get started on this. Now they just have to be able to uh, get the uh, uh, 
geological work done in order to determine how extensive both this individual pegmatite but also the number of pegmatites are as to whether or not there is an actual field of pegmatites in this area. But it does demonstrate that Nigeria does have the potential to become a lithium spodumene producer. Yeah, look, I think Nigeria could become quite a big lithium producer. I'm, I'm from what I'm hearing from my spies. Uh, the, the real key to it, of course, is some of it is down there is going to be very high grade. I think you'd agree, Paul, that there are three keys to having a successful mine. One is grade, two is grade, and three is grade. Well, I would have to say that you have to have enough volume in, uh, of uh, resource in order to make it commercially viable, too. Well, yeah, that's true as well. So, uh, <laughs> you know, again, that's where, you know, Cornish lithium, has it got the volume? Has it got the grade? Time will tell. Uh, now, look, maybe just to finish off, uh, it's worth commenting. Uh, Mark Bristow, who you know well, Paul, at Barrick Gold, has been ranting and raging, hasn't he, about the lack of investment in the mining industry? Yes, and particularly he's uh, pointed out yesterday in an FT uh, story that's posted uh, that uh, the uh, generalist uh, Western investment firms are being too uh, short-term in their uh, outlook or as far as their investment criteria to uh, not be going at speed and urgency to put money into what is demonstrated to, to be long-life projects in the emerging market and developing market countries in particular. Uh, his own firm, Barrick, of course, uh, is in uh, beginning development of the Rico Dick copper porphyry there in far uh, Western Pakistan near the Iran border. Very large uh, copper porphyry that's been known for quite a long time, but finally getting uh, investment around it uh, uh, by someone in the West with the real expertise in order to turn it into a, a substantial commercial mine. But there is awful lot of other uh, climate-related uh, commodities like uh, lithium and copper and uh, tin and other things like that where um, Western investors just not getting the um, picture on how um, essential it is that they get in at scale in order to get this underway. Fair enough. We'll call it a day there, Paul. Thank you very much. And we'll be back again tomorrow. Very good. We will see you then. This podcast has been produced and edited by VSA Capital. It is intended for information purposes and not as investment advice. The information is intended for recipients who understand the risks associated with equity investments in smaller companies. Please do your own research and do not rely on a single source when making an investment decision. VSA Capital may derive fees from this content and seeks to do business with the companies mentioned.